back at it once again. It's the Fantasy Island Fantasy Football Edition. That's right. It's the three guys here talking nonsense, talking whatever. But what we're going to talk about right now is our week nine injuries, week 10 waiver wire pickups. Got Sweet Tea, got Bombo. We're ready to get at it. Just quick points on the injuries that happened this week. Guys, again, this is week 10 now. Going into week 10, there's a lot of guys banged up. And I think what we talked about pre-show and what we've been talking about, guys, is guys are popping up in the middle of the week where we didn't even think nothing happened to them. They're not on the early injury report. And then when the main report comes out on Thursday, they pop up on the report. So we record before the report comes out, guys. So we do the best we can for you. You know, if guys show up and we didn't talk about them, it wasn't that. It was probably that sweet tea probably just drank too much coffee that day. You know what I mean? But I'm just, you know, he drinks like a gallon a day. But I'm just saying he probably just missed it. You know, just I'm buzzing over it. Down to a gallon a day. Down to what a gallon that? a day. I said I'm down to a gallon a day. I'm cutting back. Well, that's what I said. You drink a gallon a day. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I wasn't no, going to go down or up, dog. Down. Okay. Okay. That's good, bro. You just keep it up, man. But, you know, typically, right, I mean, there's still guys out on injured reserve. There's guys that they put on injured reserve. There are guys that have been out, guys that are having surgeries, guys that are doing these things. And But typically, there's guys who get banged up a little bit during the game. There was a couple guys who got hurt during the game, had to go back in. So we're not even going to touch on those. Romeo Dobbs from Green Bay, probably the most significant one there because they got no fucking receivers, and he seemed to be the only guy Aaron Rodgers was throwing to. He had a high ankle sprain. They had to cart him off in the first quarter. Aaron Jones, he went out in the third quarter with an ankle. You know, and I think they said he could have played, but they just said at that point they just didn't want to risk it with him. So I don't know why they didn't. They ended up losing the game. That's for you. And then I think the big one, Josh Allen, you know, he went back to throw a pass and he got hit a little bit awkward, the ball out of his hand in that throwing motion and tweaked his ulnar nerve. You know, so they got an independent guy looking at it, but all that means is that the doctor really doesn't know a hell of a lot about the ulnar nerve. So they get a guy who really knows a lot. But, you know, like I said, I I was watching the game, guys, and I saw him zip a 60-yard dime frozen rope, you know, running out of bounds right up at Gabe Davis's chest that he missed. That thing had that much velocity downfield, he just misjudged it, and it went through his hands. You know, it wasn't like a lob, dude. No way. This thing was no more than 10 feet off the ground the whole time. So I don't know how fucked up his elbow is, you know, but Evan Ingram's got a bad back. We knew that when he was with the Giants and his back's flaring up a little bit right now. And again, week 10, guys are going to, things are going to start popping up on guys. But out of those guys, man, or maybe there's somebody else you guys know, man, who's the most significant injury this week, guys? What do you guys think? Going A couple of injuries really significant would be the two Green Bay guys. They can't afford to lose anybody. And I don't know if they really have a backup plan for losing any of these weapons. I know that we all like to say next man up, but are we really even sure if Aaron Jones doesn't play that Dylan is a must start or that he's all of a sudden going to be that he's going to have that blow up game? Yeah, I don't Bumble, think so. I, I'm not, I don't want to stop you, dude, but all I know is Aaron Rodgers will fix it, bro. Go ahead. <laughs> and I, the Green Bay's been waiting for that, too. They don't buy into that, listeners. 
don't buy into that. Aaron Rodgers is losing them games. Nobody wants to say that. I don't know why people are, are, are making it seem like he doesn't have enough weapons around him. Aaron Rodgers is throwing picks. Aaron Rodgers is is, is throwing them out of these games. Lazard's been old Mr. Reliable back there too, right? Like all he does is catch touchdowns and, and, and get open. So Romeo Dobbs, he was having a pretty good rookie season, but he was dropping a couple too. And Aaron Rodgers really wasn't doing him any favors as far as, as putting the ball out in space for him. The play calling hasn't been too good. It's just a shit show in Green Bay. And if you've been listening to us since the divisional shows all the way back, all the way back when we were telling you guys that we don't know about this offense. And honestly, that the injuries are starting to pile up. Um, and at this point, do you really want to risk bringing in some like Aaron Jones and having him go out there and risk aggravating that ankle? If it's high ankle, you know, he had that issue last year too. He, he came back pretty quick, but still, you don't want your 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 main offensive weapon going out there and re-injuring something just for a chance to compete with Detroit to be the worst team in your division. So I would say Green Bay's pair of people, uh, pair of guys that are hurt right now are probably the most significant. And depending on what we hear about with Josh Allen, and you know what, King, you touched on it earlier, hit it right on the nose. When we record, this is before the official injury report, but hopefully you, all of our listeners are hearing what we're saying and taking hearing some of these names and then doing their own follow-ups each day on these guys. That way, when you heard that Josh Allen had an elbow issue from us, Earlier in the week, you follow it throughout the week to see how he practices, where he's at. You get that injury report so you can do your own research. Who's the backup in Buffalo, guys? Is it Barkley? Case Keenum. Oh, Case Keenum. Same shit. Matt Barkley, Case Keenum. They're the same guy, right? I mean, same shit. Yeah. Yeah, I was right. Okay, yeah. So if Josh Allen doesn't play, that sets up the Case Keenum revenge game against the Vikings. Oh, shit. Fuck yeah. Bombo, look at you. WWE. Is WWE over there. Bombo always says that every single time when something kind of lines up that way, he always says it's rigged. It's WWE. Okay, guys, I'm going to say this. You know, Josh Allen, it's the elephant in the room. If he can't go, that is the most. Oh, sorry, dude. I called you the elephant. I know. Josh Allen being hurt is the elephant in the room that nobody wants to even think about, right? Because this guy, his whole career so far, he's been pretty relatively you know healthy even though he takes big hits he takes you know a licking every single freaking week but this guy he just gets back up and he just keeps going because he's a big dude so he can absorb it but this one's a little different and if he can't go that that's huge fantasy wise for all these owners i'm going to tell you right now i have stock in this guy he's my number one guy and if he can't go that hurts me so i know what these owners are going through because it's a little bit scary of the unknown when he puts up that much of like you know big numbers for your team and that's a huge blow so whoever you plug in that's hard to replace those numbers it doesn't matter who the hell you plug in at that point no, absolutely. And a guy like that is just ridiculous, you know, but I, I mean, I, I think at this point, like I said, there's so many guys that are banged up, you know, just really the, I guess the extent of the injury, right? You yeah. know what I mean? And then really how bad it's going to be in, or, or something's going to fuck with them all year, you know, or is it something that can get better? Because the reality is, man, even if they give the guy a week or two off, sometimes it's just not going to get better the rest of the year. And that's really what you try to hope against, you know, kind of thing or whatever. But, you know, I hope all these guys get back on the field and, 
the greater number of better players we have on the field, not injured, it's a better game for us guys. You know, and we have to oh, think absolutely. that, and that's what's yeah. that's what the brutal part is about this sport is that you know guys go down every week because it's just so physical and so brutal, and these guys are just physically gifted and they're studs and they're running like you know fucking my car down the street. I'm running twenty miles an hour. These dudes, you know, my car really goes twenty. Well, it goes one in twenty, but I'm just saying. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I mean, it's. You know, hats off to these guys, and we hope that all these guys come back from injury and they, you know, they just continue balling out and we have fun, you know, talking about them in fantasy. So, all right, guys, I think with that, I think the next thing we want to talk about is our waiver wire pickups. Obviously, with guys going down, pickings are getting slim. You know, I heard Bombo, you know, fucking crying in the hanky earlier today, dude, talking about, hey, it's just fucking hard now. I can't find no motherfuckers on the fucking waiver wire. Well, there ain't none, Bombo. Because you know what? Everybody else is either hurt or they fucking haven't played yet and you don't know them. You know what I mean? So why don't you tell us about who your waiver wire pickup this week is, Bombo. Got a couple guys for you. One is you might be a week late or just in time on one of them, and one of them is rising back from the dead. So the first one is Dion Jackson from the Indianapolis Colts. Colts are going through a big shift right now. They just got let go of their coach. Got a text from King as soon as that while that game was going on that said Frank Reich was gonna lose his oh, job. Oh, dude, I called that shit. Yeah, he's like, the, te- he, the team gave up on him. You can tell. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was watching the game and the fucking guys quit. They did. There was one or two guys that were trying to play. And I was like, oh, my God, this guy's going to get fired today. He's walking home. Yeah. Yeah. He's gone. They bring in Jeff Saturday right out of the booth from ESPN. Not not quite sure what his qualifications are, but besides being Peyton Manning's center for a long time. But hey, coach high school. All right, there we go. Let's see. Let's see what the Colts can do. But I don't think they're going to do it with JT. I think Taylor is going to uh, probably get shut down. That's just me thinking he's going to get shut down because, like I said, you don't want to be fighting for last place in your division. So see what you got on the bench. They already got rid of Naheem Hines. Zach Moss didn't play. Coach's decision, healthy scratch. I don't think he's really into the offense. I don't know if anybody is into that offense yet. So last man standing is Deion Jackson. They brought Jordan Wilkins back. And he got some run when Deion Jackson in this past game against the uh, Patriots went down for a little bit with a knee injury, but he was able to come back into the game. And I think with from what we're hearing, he's going to be practicing as normal. It's really what, what you got to be paying attention is if Jonathan Taylor is going to be practicing. If you start seeing a couple of do not practices at the beginning of the week, there's a good chance that, I mean, if they're gonna, there's going to be IR rumblings going on. And if you get put on IR this late in the year, you're going to be worthless to fan, for fantasy purposes. So Deion Jackson potentially could be a, a, a borderline every week flex if he takes over this backfield that's trying to figure out what their new identity is and probably going to start tanking pretty soon. So we'll see if he gets those opportunities. Do you think that, he's going to be the every down back there, Bombo? No, I think that – I think they only – they tried to go with the every down back, and now he's sitting with a possible high ankle sprain. Because they have Philip uh, Lindsay too, right? Remember, they got Philip Lindsay, and they bring him back and forth off of the practice squad, so they don't yeah. ever have to pay him, you know. But no, I, I just think that team's in turmoil. But they, someone has to run, and someone has to get yards. And for the eye test, get shut out of every game. Yeah, Deion you know, Jackson passes the eye test. You know, yeah, and you know, hey, you know, and, and Jonathan Taylor, they're probably going to shelf him. 
Just get yeah. better, dude. We'll see you next year. You know, we I mean? go play the new PS5, whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whatever. Hang out for a couple months. But T, who's your waiver wire pickup week 10? My week 10 waiver wire pickup. Guys, this is going to be a pickup and stash type of situation. This guy has been just hiding out behind the scenes. The NFL wants it that way. But my guy is Deshaun Watson. This is a guy who hasn't played in a couple years. I understand. But hear me out. He was eligible to be in the facility as of October 10th. He will not be able to start practicing with the team until week 11. But I say you wait, you stash him, you hold on to him. And within a couple of weeks, by week 13 or so, he's going to start getting his groove, he's going to start balling out, and then you can take him off of that bench, and he's a potential must-start. This guy is all-world when he was playing before all the craziness happened, and he's going to start electrifying that team. You got a lot of guys that can make some plays. You got Amari Cooper, you got Donovan Peoples-Jones, who's your deep threat. So definitely Deshaun Watson is that guy that you want to pick up and just stash for a couple weeks if you can. No, I think that's a good pick. And I think guys sort of forgot about him a little bit. You know, and I think that's the hard thing is that they just, they are dictating when he can start practicing with the team. That doesn't mean that they're not working him out. They, trust me, guys, they got seven guys Mm -hmm. playing with him every day. And he's catching receipt, you know, balls from receivers that these guys hired who they cut or they did something and they're paying them on the side who aren't part of the team. And they're doing that. So he's getting some reps, but he has to get that game timing down. I think the first couple games will be hard for him, but I think it's a great call, T. Do you got anybody else in mind, or is it just Slim Pickens this week and that's your only guy? Well, the other guy that I had, which also is part of Cleveland, is Donovan Peoples-Jones. He's that deep threat type of guy. He's only rostered on 21% of teams right now. I mean, over the last couple weeks, I I think over the last five weeks, he's averaging 11.5 PPR points. You know, he's getting at least six or more targets, averaging 69 yards per game. And when Deshaun Watson comes back and he starts balling out, People Jones is going to be able to take that top off. And I think he's going to be one of those guys that, you know, he's going to be late in the season, but he's definitely going to be one of those flex guys that you can add to be able to get some consistent points for you. Absolutely. No, and I think he's a good pick. And I think that, you know, you can tell he's got talent. You know, but I think Jacoby Brissett knows that the guy there is Amari Cooper and he's going to look to him first. And, you know, I think when Deshaun Watson comes back, what will help him is Deshaun Watson can get off the first look pretty easy and he can see the second look pretty quick and get that ball to him when he's open the second look. It's hard for Jacoby Brissett, Doug. He's dialed into one dude and that's it, man. I just got to stop. Don't look at him. Don't look at him. Don't look at him until he's ready to throw. You know what I mean? He's one of those guys. So it's just, it's different cat, but uh, pretty good picks, T. You know what I think? It's like, you know, like Watson's first game back is against the Texans at Houston. Who's booking this? This is, come on. Come right, come in right off of suspension in his first games at Houston. Expect him to throw for six touchdowns and the next week probably have negative two fantasy points. Guys. I mean, why do you think the first game of the season for Denver was in Seattle? Mm-hmm. This is what the NFL does. 
they don't fucking throw this shit in a computer mm. like baseball. Yeah, they this is spit booked. it out, man. No, they put fucking matchups out there. Yeah. And they fucking do it. They knew exactly what they were doing with that schedule, Bombo. 100% because you know what? That's intrigue. Do you know how many fucking people are going to watch that game? And they're going to flex it and put it flex on Sunday it night. Yep. They they're going to put it on Sunday night, bro. A standalone game. And it's going to rank higher than anything else on TV right there at that point. Dude, okay, let's be honest, guys. There's a shitty-ass game this Thursday. Is in Atlanta, Carolina or something mm-hmm. this week? Yeah. In a okay. Hurricane. What is that? In a hurricane, according to weather reports. So there's not going to be anybody there. So <laughs> fuck, man. That's a worse shit. That's going to be the highest-rated show in TV Thursday night. Because they were talking about some crazy ass bullshit game last year that fucking blew the ratings out of everybody. It was the highest rated show on Thursday night. It's, it's just the NFL, man. Because you know monster. what? Everyone's going to still be watching it. But I'm going to get into my waiver wire pickup of the week, guys. And I'm going to throw a little curveball at you. And maybe you guys saw him balling out on Monday night. But I'm going to say, hey, you need a receiver? D Jack is back. All right, bro. Deshaun Jackson. He looked pretty decent, too. He looked a little bulked up. He didn't look like he was just flying down the field. He didn't blow out a hammy the first game, so that's a good sign. I haven't seen him on the injury report, but it's early. But if you need a receiver, there's no one there. Bateman's a little banged up. Duvernay's, Bateman's out for the year, right? Duvernay's banged up always. I mean, they got nothing over there. He's looking for somebody. So if they can get a little rapport and he played some action... On Monday night, going the rest of the year, if he can stay upright, maybe that guy will do it for you. But Deshaun Jackson is my waiver wire pickup this week. You know, and obviously there's a lot of, uh, like you said, there's just a lot of nothing out there on the waiver wire, guys. You know, and this is the time where you just, your your draft needed to hold up. You know, you got to trust your draft and the guys you draft and the guys that have been on your bench, and you got to put them in there. You know, but... It's a tough time of the year. Only the strong survive. And that's why you got to fucking sniff out these leagues where everybody makes the playoffs. And you got a shot. You know what I mean? Just saying. That's the, that's the easy part. But I know I do that. I'm the commissioner in one of those leagues. Just saying. <laughs> All right, guys. That's going to wrap up the Fantasy Island Fantasy Football Waiver Wire Injury Edition for Week 10. But we're going to go ahead and give each one of these guys a little bit of closing thoughts and about 30 seconds to close it up, tighten it up. Bombo, closing thoughts. Yeah, I'm going to take a page out of King's book and and shout out some players that are probably balling out on your fantasy team. And shout out to the to anyone that went out and put their coconuts on the line and draft these guys and threw them in your starting lineups. And I'm talking about guys like Geno Smith. I'm talking about guys like Tua. These people that these these guys that were written off and definitely weren't drafted, they definitely w- didn't come with any high draft stock. You either got them off the waiver wire or you draft them as a backup, and they got you, you know, maybe six or seven wins this year. So what does that tell you? We always say it: <clears throat> the NFL, no fucking logic. You can't predict it. You don't know what's going to happen. You just got to be smarter than the guys that you're playing against and you got to be one step ahead and you got to be willing to to go out there and risk it. And if you were a guy who said, fuck it, me being one of those in one of my leagues, I 
was debating, you know, I got Tom Brady, it's Tommy football, you know, this and that. But I've had Justin Fields on my bench and I see him going up. In order for me to get to not have to deal with that conundrum of who do I start? I dropped Brady, dropped him, picked up some depth on my bench and just said, I'm running with Fields for the rest of the year. Sometimes you got to make those sacrifices. Sometimes you got to make those decisions for yourself and it could pay off. And like I said earlier, just think about the guys that are out there starting too. think about the guys that are out there starting Geno Smith. They look like geniuses because they got rid of Matthew Stafford or they got rid of Derek Carr and they went with these other guys. And when it comes down to it, you got to think, stop going with the names and stop going with the familiar faces and think about the points. If a guy's getting you 19 points and you're replacing him with a guy that's steadily getting 22 points a game, you're doing yourself a favor. Look at the numbers, play the numbers, put your coconuts out there, have fun doing it, and listen to the show. T, closing thoughts. I don't know if I could keep up with that one. That was pretty killer, Bombo, but I will say this, guys. This is crunch time. You know, we're at the halfway mark. Guys are banged up. And kind of like what King said earlier is you got to be able to trust your draft. And there is nothing on the waiver wires. There's hardly anybody. So this is when it's so important that you do your homework before you even draft, because this is where you got to start relying on it. And if you're in it, one of those uh, 12 team leagues, it gets harder on those waiver wires. Sometimes when you're in one of those eight teams, 10 team leagues, it's a little easier because there's more guys available. So just try to do your homework Try to hit that home run, trying to pull somebody off of that waiver wire, and 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 hopefully he'll ball out for you in, on the second half of this season. But the one thing I did want to say is a Bombo, good shit. You and I went head to head in a fantasy this past week, and you just kicked my ass with just Justin Fields by himself. You you walk the walk and you talk the talk and you live by it. And Fields just crushed me. So Hats off. Good shit, man. Well, thank you, sir. Oh, how cute. You guys going to hug it out? Just saying. I thought it was a pillow fight myself. Anyways, okay. What I'm saying, my closing thoughts this week, guys, is the same sort of thing. If you don't have anything on your fucking team and you got really, just an example, you got Josh Allen and Tua, go make a move. Strengthen your team. Do something. Take a little bit step back on that bench because you got a guy you're not going to fucking sit down, you know, unless he's got injury. And you know what, man? Strengthen your team up because you know that maybe, you know, there's a another bye week coming up where a couple of your receivers are going to be out. Start looking ahead, guys, because you know what? These are the crunch games that matter in your schedule, too. These games might be the ones that let you get in the playoffs. These might be the ones that either keep you in the playoffs or keep you out of the playoffs. And, oh, shit, I didn't have a receiver, so I had to pick one up. And they ended up fucking getting fucking the merriest bird. And he got one catch for fucking 12 yards. Well, no shit. But you got fucking Dak Prescott on the bench all year because Josh Allen's your starter. You know what I mean? Trade Dak, man. Do something. Make a move. Make your team better. Don't wait for your team to do something and hope, you know, the team you drafted and all those guys are going to be ready once the playoffs come because you might miss them. Stay ahead of it. Get in the playoffs because that's when the fun starts. For the Fantasy Island crew, I am RW King, Sweet Tea, Bombo, great show. We are out.
Yeah.